I'm a follower of Jesus. It's the most important thing in my life. The most healing, healthy thing for the human brain is a belief in God and prayer. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex Lloyd, and welcome to the Spiritual Laws of Nature. And we've been doing a series called The Five Questions, and today we're talking about question number five, the last one. How do you solve the biggest problem in your life? Well, if I were sitting where you're sitting, I think the first thing I would think if I heard that was, well, how the heck does he know what my biggest problem is? He doesn't even know me. And, and, and you've got a good point there. But here's where I'm coming from. About 3,000 years ago, Solomon said, there is nothing new under the sun. And I realized that when he said that, they didn't have smartphones and computers and Wi-Fi and airplanes and spaceships and all the stuff we have today. But I don't think that's what he was talking about. I think he was talking about as far as the issues of life are concerned. There is nothing new under the sun. And I would agree with that wholeheartedly, 100%. Okay. Now, I also want you to remember that I've said several times, what I'm sharing with you is my two cents. I'm not a biblical scholar, okay? So please don't believe anything just because I say it. Search it out for yourself, okay? Um, but here's, here's where I'm going to start. <clears throat> We've talked a number of times already about how you are made by God to work. That if you choose to live by real love, then your unconscious mind flips the success switch and it sends you positive thoughts, positive feelings, positive emotions, positive actions and behaviors, meaning uh, not bad habits and addictions, It'll break bad habits and addictions, positive habits maybe, and, but, but um, positive. Uh, positive hormones, positive chemicals, positive energy in your body. Your immune system comes up like the Hulk and starts healing everything like crazy. Your health gets better and better. Uh, there's a release of human growth hormone where you can literally kind of get younger in some ways instead of older. Uh, and on and on and on. Just about everything you would call the definition of failure happens when you choose to live and seek pleasure, avoid pain, which I call love A. I call it, I call it A because it's what about 95% of people on earth do. It's by far the most popular, which is self-interest, what's in it for me, seek pleasure, avoid pain. Even if I act on the outside like I'm loving and caring because that's socially acceptable, but inside I'm really maneuvering to try to get what I want all the time. And I'm okay with you getting what you want as long as I'm still getting what I want. It's when I don't get what I want that, okay, something 
flares up. And what typically flares up, and this is the diagnosis kind of for where you're living, is you experience an emotion or feeling in the anger family or extreme anxiety when it's not an extreme anxiety situation. And if that happens, 98% chance you are living in seek pleasure, avoid pain, what's in it for me, business deal, love, etc. On the other hand, if that happens, something you don't want happens, and you don't experience anger or extreme anxiety, you experience disappointment, oh shoot, but then pretty quickly, okay, okay, let's, let's fix it. Let's figure out how to fix it. You are probably living in love B, which is, to me, real love, which we've defined and talked about a number of times. Okay, so all of you have different gifts from God. You have different abilities. You have different personalities. You have different likes and dislikes, all of that. You know, I really believe that all that stuff will take care of itself if you get this right. And getting this right is once you get to age 5, 8, 10, 12, it's different for different people, you make a commitment and you start choosing real love instead of seek pleasure, avoid pain. Now, it is natural for us to think seek pleasure, avoid pain is the right way to do stuff because it's the only way we've ever done stuff. By the time we get to age 5, 6, 8, 10, okay, it's the only way we've ever done stuff. It's the way everything in nature works. Action, reaction, okay? So that's normal. That's natural. But you have to understand, and we've talked about this too, when you're four, six, eight, ten, your brain is protected from the stress of that. See, when you have a physical or external expectation or are trying to accomplish something by willpower alone that's not 100% under your control, it causes stress. Your brain flips the stress switch when that happens. But if you are young, up to 5, 6, 8, 10, 12, you are protected from that stress because it's the only time in your life you're in delta theta brainwave state, which is a non-stress brain state. So you're protected from, from that. I mean, if someone were going to design how this works, that's exactly what you would do. Those first years, they've got to learn not to put their hand on the hot eye. They've got to learn that ice cream tastes good. You know, and, I, and so you're putting stuff in your mouth and touching everything. Well, that's major stress when you hit the hot eye or the thing that tastes bad or you fall and hurt your knee or something. So we have a built-in protection of being in delta theta brainwave state. But once we get to where we know right from wrong, where we know, okay, wait a minute, I know this is good for me, but it's really bad for that guy. Uh, is that right? Is that something I should do that gets me something good but that hurts him? No, that's not right. Okay, that, that's your conscience, all right? And, and, and we have a law 
written on our heart, which is our conscience. That's uh, Romans 1 or 2, okay? Well, once we get to that place, the delta theta brain state goes away, so we're no longer protected. Now, if we violate our conscience by continuing to live in seek pleasure, avoid pain, what's in it for me, act all loving, and maybe even talk about love out here, but inside I'm really maneuvering to get my way, all right, now the stress switch is flipped and we are experiencing the full brunt of stress, which is negative feelings, thoughts, chemicals, energy, uh, immune system turned off or down, higher blood pressure, illness and disease, pain, etc. Okay? So, to me, the only way to solve your biggest problem is to fully commit to live in love in the present moment, regardless of my circumstances, and regardless of the end results, whether they were what I wanted or not. And if I do that, then the brain flips the success switch, positive thoughts, positive feelings, positive actions, positive hormones and chemicals, um, everything, really the definition of what you would call success. Now, you may live in... Um, uh, love A, what's in it for me, love, and become a millionaire. But you, you'll be a miserable millionaire. You may live in love A, what's in it for me, love, and become famous. But my, in my experience, you'll be famous and miserable. Okay? It's just the way it works. You can't Go against that. Your unconscious mind is a million times more powerful than your conscious intention. Okay? So the only way to work the way you are designed to work in harmony, in love, joy, and peace, uh, getting healthier and healthier, living as long as you can, healthy, uh, having great relationships, all of that is to commit to real love for the rest of your life no matter what. Now, you'll never do it right. I fall down and make mistakes every single day. That's okay. That's built in. That's part of it. Okay? That's the grace thing. Just get right back up and start again. That's already been paid for. It was paid for before you ever did it. Okay? But your commitment stays as best I can, no matter what the circumstances. Even if I'm getting more pain and less pleasure, I'm committed to living this way. You do that, and your unconscious mind flips the success and starts sending you all the positive stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, for the most part, it's effortless. And that's what people tell me. This has been the easiest year of my life. And I've made twice what I made before, financially. I don't even know how it happened. Okay? It happened because the way you are living is the way that you're more successful at work and what you do. Okay? So, 
to solve your biggest problem, you need to decommit from love A, or what I call fake love, what's in it for me, seek pleasure, avoid pain, and commit fully for the rest of your life, no matter what, to love B, real love, in the present moment, regardless of my circumstances, regardless of the end results. I told you uh, before that I had a, a really good friend who's very famous, who has written and taught self-interest is the key to life. And I wanted to address one thing. Why can't you live in self-interest and real love? Okay? Seems like you ought to be able to do that. No, you can't. Here's why. Living in self-interest, you, you will try real love. You will stick your foot in the water. You'll say, I'll give this four months. I'll give this six months. I'll, I'll you know, and I will really give it everything for six months, okay? But long term, if you're still not getting what you want, if you're still getting more pain than you want, less pleasure than you want, if the end results are still not what you want, you will go back. You will say, okay, I tried it, gave it an honest try, it didn't work, I'm going back, I'm going to take control of my results, I'm going to take control, I'm going to generate more pleasure for myself, less pain, etc., etc., because that's what self-interest is. That's the definition of self-interest. The only way you will never go back, no matter what happens, is if you are fully committed, no matter what, to real love, regardless of the pain or pleasure, regardless of the results. Self-interest cannot give up the results long-term. It violates their self-interest. Well, here's the deal. Your unconscious mind, if you're trying to live in self-interest and give it a good honest try, your unconscious mind knows that when you start. And it's not buying it. It will only release the positives. It will only release your best life when it knows you are fully committed long-term, which for some people may be the scariest thing you ever do because it means giving up control of pain and pleasure and results in your life. Giving it up to love, giving it up to God. But if you do, then, whatever you're gifted at, whatever you love to do, whatever you're talented at, will just bloom like the most beautiful flower you have ever seen. And very likely, people around you will say things like, what, what, are, what are you doing? Or what's changed in your life? And you may not even consciously be aware of it. And you, what? What are you talking about? So, something, something's changed with you. 
And what they're really saying is, I want some of what you've got. Because I see it, and I don't have that. And I hope and pray that you will share it with them, just like I'm sharing it with you today. Don't make them come watch my video. You share it with them, okay? I mean, they can watch the video if they want to, but you share it with them and, and with everyone you love and care about. I want to end with this, and this is something uh, you should know. I am the worst sinner I have ever known. I have lied, I have stolen, I have been sexually immoral, I have plotted and connived, I have been unkind, I have uh, tricked people. Every sin you can name, I believe, I've, I've done. I'm the worst sinner I've ever known. Um, you know, Jesus said, You've heard it said that it's a sin to do this, to divorce your wife, to be sexually immoral, to lie, to steal. <clears throat> a lot of that's in the Beatitudes. He said, I've come to tell you, if you do it in your heart, you're guilty of it. And I've done it all in my heart and, and, and still do struggle with some of those things. So... I'm the worst sinner I've ever known. If you're thinking you are, sorry, I've, I've already got that position. What I want to know someday is, is not how this works and how to solve my biggest problem. I think I've already gotten that. What I want to know someday is why does God love me so much? when I'm the biggest screw-up I've ever seen. I'm, I'm the worst sinner I've ever known. I'm, I wouldn't if I was him. Why does he love me so much? Why, why does he put this wonderful system in place where if I choose love, I will almost automatically get my best possible life? my worst problems will go away, and the other problems start going away too. Why did he go through the most painful thing that he and Jesus could ever go through in order to buy me, Alex, grace and justice and truth and love? Because I got to tell you, today... My life is beyond anything I ever imagined. I believe I'm experiencing the fullness of God in every area of my life, and I can guarantee you it's not because I do it right or because I'm so gifted or talented because I'm not. And if that can happen for me, it can happen for you. And I would be honored beyond the words I can say to help you with that, as I was helped and as I've been trying to help other people for the last number of years, which is why I'm starting this thing, whatever it is, in the first place. So that is, in my opinion, how to solve the biggest problem of your life. And uh, next, we're going to start mostly on some individual 
spiritual laws of nature, not like this one, which was uh, a series of five. So uh, hope to see you next time. And remember, usually six to 12 of these spiritual laws will form a complete whole for any given purpose, person, but there'll be a different six to 12 than another person. So just sort of have your radar up. Ah, I think this is one for me. Or no, this one, I, I, I don't think that's one. That's fine. Just wait for the next one that is. Have a wonderful, blessed day.